Welcome to the Mindful Runner Podcast, a show about running and racing, trail and ultra in South Africa. Along the way, we'll be talking training, gear, nutrition, and mindfulness, all in the context of the South African racing scene. I'm your host, Fred Richardson, founder and head coach at Mindful Runner. Stay tuned as I do my best to give you all the information and none of the waffle. You're listening to the Mindful Runner podcast. My name is Fred. Today I'm going to be talking to you about low-intensity training. When I talk about low-intensity training, I'm talking about training that happens at an intensity that is below your lactate threshold. Specifically, that is 96% of your lactate threshold. So why train at low intensities? What are the benefits? Why not simply run as fast as you can every training session? That strategy will definitely get you injured And there's no ways you can sustain that, both physically or mentally, for an extended period of time. As endurance runners, we spend a lot of time running. Uh, Many of us are running five, six days a week. And often motivation is an issue. It's a lot easier to keep yourself motivated for a run when you know it's going to be a low-intensity run. Then there's the running economy side of things. You know, Every step you take, your body's making little minor adjustments, and you're getting better at running with every single step. So the more time you can spend running the better you're going to get at it, the more efficient you're going to become at it. So you'll use less fuel and less energy to travel the same distance in the same amount of time. Another benefit is that your body is adapting to burning fat as a fuel source. And fat is way more efficient than glucose or glycogen. And if you're a distance runner, you want to get as much of your energy as you can from burning fat. Now, spending more time out there and more time running is what's going to turn you into a fat-burning machine. There's an improvement to your aerobic system, which includes a stronger heart, a better vascular system, and your vascular system is the veins, the arteries, the capillaries that deliver blood, glucose, oxygen to your cells for fuel and repairs. Inside of each cell, we have these little powerhouses, these energy generators called mitochondria, And again, low-intensity running increases the number of mitochondria we have in the cell. So each individual cell can now produce more energy because it has more mitochondria. And the final point then is that all of the low-intensity running also increases bone density, increases uh, tendon health. And slowly over time, your body is adapting because you are to some extent, always breaking down a degree of muscle when you're running for a long time. And the muscle that's being broken down is from all over your body, but where it's being built up is wherever you've placed stress on it. So you will see that your morphology, your body will actually change over time. You'll lose some of the extra weight around your arms and your chest perhaps and end up with more weight in your legs and your butt. Changes that come about as a result of low-intensity training. Those can all be thought of as structural changes. So we're changing the morphology of the body. We're improving the structure so that it can run better and it can run for a longer time. Once we put that structure in place, then we bring in the high-intensity training. And the high-intensity training would be using the structure that's been put there. But the high-intensity training doesn't build new infrastructure. It simply uses what's there and maximizes the ability of what has been built. 
Now, low-intensity runs will show up in your training programs as recovery runs, endurance runs, aerobic runs. It simply depends on what systems your coaches are using. Within Mindful Runner, we use the two recovery runs and endurance runs, and sometimes we'll speak about aerobic runs as well. So let's take a closer look at those. A recovery run for us is an active recovery. What you're doing is you're moving blood around the system, and that's improving the clearing of toxins. It's also supplying blood and plasma to the places that it's needed so that your body can repair itself. It's a very gentle run. Your breathing should be really easy. Your RPE, your effort level should be around about a four, maybe a five. Um, And it's normally at a heart rate maximum of 65% or less, not any more than that. The other zone that we use in low intensity running is the endurance zone. Um, That's at under 96% of your lactic threshold rate. Uh, It's an RPE of five or six. And it's from that forever pace up to around about a moderate pace where you feel like you're breathing reasonably deeply, but you're not exerting too hard. You should be able to hold an endurance run for anywhere between 30 minutes and six hours. And for the ultra runners who are running the 100Ks and the 100 milers, obviously you need to be able to hold that pace for way beyond just six hours. So that's a short introduction to low intensity running, what it is, uh, what the benefits are, and how we would use it in training. If you think you don't have time for low intensity running, consider this. The top runners in the world, when analyzed, spend 80% of their time running at low intensities. And that's across all distances and all disciplines. So if the top runners in the world are doing it, surely we should learn our lessons from them and also be spending 80% of our time running at low intensities. I'll be digging into a lot more detail in future podcasts uh, around low-intensity running, high-intensity training, the 80-20 principle. But for now, I hope the takeaway is that you'll be spending a lot more of your time running at low intensities. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to know more about Mindful Runner, check us out at mindfulrunner.co.za. On Instagram, you can find us at mindfulrunner. In the meantime, enjoy your running, happy trails, and don't forget to subscribe.